bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits well, a homicide and kills people up... If you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. This is the Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris. Sponsored by Concordia University on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken. I'm trying to get this TV to work. Hold on. TV is driving me up a wall. Okay. Press arrow down and then arrow down and then over. Can I get over to news? And okay, press news. Okay. That's not the news I wanted. So let's go all the way over here. And then press that. All right. Is there any live news on? Hey, look at there. There's live news. 833-212-1017 is the number. So if you have not heard, this came out 19 minutes ago while I was too busy pontificating. Sandra was talking and we were playing the news. Title 42, which is set to expire on Wednesday. Uh is to remain in place for now as Chief Justice John Roberts temporarily freezes the order meant to end it. Supreme Court Justice, this is from CNN.com today. Supreme Court Justice John Roberts today put a temporary hold on the termination of the controversial Trump-era immigration policy known as Title 42 that was set to end on December 21st, leaving it in place for now. But in a brief order, Robert signaled that the court wants to act quickly and asked the Biden administration to respond by 5 o'clock Tuesday to an emergency appeal filed by a group of Republican-led states. The brief order from Roberts means the policy that allows officials to swiftly expel migrants at the U.S. border will stay in effect, at least until the justices decide the emergency application. 
The order does not necessarily reflect the outcome of the actual case. The states had raced to the Supreme Court earlier in the day in an emergency bid to keep in place the Trump-era immigration policy that is set to go off the books on Wednesday. A federal district court judge had vacated the policy last month, calling Title 42 arbitrary and capricious. The judge said the program could remain in effect until December 21st. Already, federal officials and border communities have been bracing for an expected increase in migrant arrivals as early as this week. As the issue of immigration continues to ignite both sides of the political divide. Department of Homeland Security has been putting in place a plan for the end of the program that includes surging resources to the border, targeting smugglers and working with international partners. They expect the the, the, the surge to go from 7,000 people a day entering the country illegally to 18,000. And so what happens to El Paso, San Antonio, all those border states in Texas and California and Arizona that have to actually deal with people who come in and there's nowhere for them to go, nowhere for them to be, nowhere for them to eat, school, jobs, nothing. And so it seems like people don't like things that Trump did because it's Trump, whether it makes sense or not. It seems like people don't like anything that Biden does because it's Biden, whether it's good or not. That doesn't make any sense to me. If you're crossing into a country illegally, you should not be able to get in. I don't care who you are. I don't care where you're from. And I don't care what you're doing. And we have to at least have some understanding of the people that live there in terms of what they're having to put up with. You know, it's easy to talk when I'm 2,000 miles away from the border. It's not easy when I got people crawling into my patio and sleeping and urinating on my lawn and all kinds of stuff. And that's a very, 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 very small percentage of those people. The people that come here from other countries, and when I say those people, I don't mean people that are from Mexico. I mean people that come through Mexico as well, that come from other countries. These are human beings that are looking for a better life. They're looking for somewhere to come so that they can live the American dream. All I'm saying is that sign up the right way. Because I don't like the fact that I can watch and see people. Something Sandra talked about. You see a neighborhood in Milwaukee that needs help. And we're giving more help to people who come to a country illegally than the people that were living here and were born here. That's unconscionable. That makes no sense to me. Should Title 41 be in existence or not? 833-212-1017 is the number. Should people be able to come here illegally? To get away from wrath and poverty in their country? Or should they come here legally, sign up, and ask for asylum and citizenship? 833-212-1017 is the number. Derek has been hitting all my music all afternoon. 
DZ don't know nothing about this music. Benjamin was like, wow, that's that's pretty. Yeah, I know it's old. It's got to be at least 40, 50 years old. I mean, oh, oh, old school. But it's great music. It's great chill music. They would probably smoke weed to it. So, you know, anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Brian has been blowing up the talking text. Um, he corrected me. He said high end steering wheel, not high level. I said high level because I have to move it up and down. And it's my high level steering wheel. You'll be correcting yourself, Brian. Trying to call me out just because I said the wrong thing. What's wrong with you? Um, <laughs> he made some other comments. Beginning stages of nerve ending destruction. Um, do, do, do. He also said no shootings when Leave it to Beaver was on the airwaves and TV. <laughs> None that we knew of. There were other things, other deaths, other killings, other stuff that, you know. But back then, TV was a cold medium. Everything that was in it, and and when I mean cold versus warm versus hot, right? So cold medium is a movie. You create a movie, you shoot a movie, you put it together, you build it all together, and then you take it and you put it in a movie house and then it plays. Year, two years later. Warm is... I recorded it today and, you know, Saturday it airs, right? Warm could be considered uh, the nightly news. I heard about a story that happened today or yesterday. I play the videotape of something that already happened, but I'm live talking about it. If I were to play a story on the air right now, we would be considered a warm medium, right? It's warm. It's hot and it's cold. Hot is what I just said. It came through Title 42. I reported it right away. Boom. Instant. I go live, right? Open up the microphone. Hey, we're reporting live from so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. That's hot. We've gotten so used to hot that we can't differentiate what's good hot and bad. We just accept everything as being good. I got a question, Dr. Ken. Yes, sir. Would you say even TV now is being made hot, like relatively hot? Like, obviously, you can't. You can only do so much with scripted television. But all of these shows that took the pandemic and everything to Uh it, you know? Can you define to me what television is? Well, I'm thinking more scripted series, not news. I'm thinking the shows that we see that are using real-time, real-world issues. Well, wait a minute. Well, wait a minute. Is so then is TV, because I'm trying to get some clarity on what you're saying, is TV the box you're looking at it through, or is it the medium that they're putting it in? Because a movie is a movie until I put it on TV and I watch it through TV, right? Right. Is Netflix TV or movies? Yeah. That's hard because it's kind of both. Yeah. So that we could throw TV and mo- we could throw all that out. So right. So it's like as a as a medium, it's right. hot. Right. But as a individual piece, I guess it depends on what it is. I'm more thinking of like the individual pieces to throw a show out there, Grey's Anatomy. They're going to use some of the most relevant, real-time, real-world things. Warm. I would say that's warm. But they're using hot medias. 
or you Correct. hot topics in in a warm quote unquote warm climate isn't that like raising the temperature of all of these in like in order basically is making you know cold warm is making warm hot and is making hot scolding well when i when i say hot i mean in terms of the instantaneousness of the time it happens to the time you learn about it okay but cuz i'm thinking of now twitter twitter's the scolding medium where before it's even Twitter, possibly there's, confirmed. There's no medium between Twitter. I can send a message to you instantly, and a billion people can, can, can read it. True. That's way past hot or scalding. That's scorched earth, huh? That's scorched earth right there. That is truth. You are listening to The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The truth in the <laughs> he was like so into the. So, Dr. Ken, you had me. You just blew my mind with this one. Like this? Because I know Cisco Kid. I know the Method Man, Red Man, Cypress Hill version. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. You put me on game, Dr. Ken. I ain't going to lie. Theft of music. That's all I'm saying. Sampling is overrated. When you get the real deal, throw that other junk back. Met the man can go somewhere and sit down. That's right. 833-212-1017 is the number. Brian went on to add, influx of gangster rap and government drugs from third world countries helped turn this country into Sodom and Gomorrah. No, it didn't. People did. Just say no. Everybody make you take drugs. Somebody beat you up and twist your arm and make you take them. You decided to take them. Just like fentanyl. Well, fentanyl is an additive to drug. Hey, why don't you stop taking, you know, oxycodone, you know, opioids, and you don't have to worry about fentanyl. We keep taking the blame off of individuals and blame gangster rap. What gangster rap does is remind you of the lives that you have helped create 
in inner cities and ghettos all around the world because you decided that you wanted to create suburbs so that you could live and let everybody else live in poverty. And that's okay, but when you started to put up barriers where other people couldn't get what you have, that's the problem. It's not enough that you have it and someone else doesn't. That's understandable. It's when you have it and you put up roadblocks and barriers so that people that don't look like you can't get it. That's the problem. So that's why we have gangster. All gangster rap does is remind you of the world we live in because we actually didn't create that world. White people did. The laws that were here in the 70s. Look, I can't wait. In February, at the end of Black History Month, there is going to be a program at Concordia University. I hope all of you all show up at it about black liberation in the marketplace. We're going to talk to an author. She wrote a phenomenal book about the ways that black people, she's a white female, the ways that, that, that black people can excel. Do I agree with the book wholeheartedly, 100%? I don't agree with any book 100%, except the Bible. Other than that, I think it's going to be a, a great opportunity. We'll have promotion for it. We'll be talking about it, be able to go. I hope to fill up the room with Concordia students, Concordia faculty and staff, theology folks, uh, Christian folks, everybody, everybody, to really talk and have a conversation about what it's going to take to actually be free. Brian goes on to say, however, the Cosby Show represented a temporary reprieve in the 80s and early 90s. Eh, I don't think so. I think what you miss is that black people have always been middle class and have always been able to uh, excel and move forward. They've always been there. He also went on to say, Dr. Ken, it's impossible for black folks to explain black folks' issues to foster a positive result. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's not. Come on. Come on. It's impossible for black people to explain black folks' issues to foster positive results. I know too many groups, too many organizations, too many people, too many places that other people complain about because they don't have something and they want something given to them for free. Instead of listening and hearing, this is how I got it. Nobody wants to hear. You could call me Dr. Ken, but nobody wants to hear what I had to go through and all the hell I had to go through to get it. We just party at the end. But when it comes time to actually explain, if you want it, well, can you give me a life hack? Can you give me something that I can do so I could get? No, you got to go through the same thing I went through to get it. Sorry. Well, that's not fair. That's called life. Get over it and get over yourself. Some things you just have to go through to deal with it. Derek said, it's like sending jobs overseas. Well, why did jobs go overseas? I know one reason why some jobs went overseas, but why, why did jobs go overseas? Before we get to the 
to the um, uh, traffic, weather, and sports again. But why, why, why did they? Why did jobs go overseas? Because unions wanted more money. And unions said, hey, it's not going to change. I remember being downtown watching the Chicago Tribune when the union was told the, 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 the press, right? When they, they ran newspapers, you could actually look, you could actually go to Tribune Tower, go downstairs to Lower Wacker Drive and watch them make the newspaper. The printing presses that ran, right? The giant, thing, you know, you see in those old black and white TV shows, right? I remember their union president telling them there is absolutely no way they are going to get rid of you. You are needed, blah, 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 blah. If you just hang in there, if you just stay in there. And I remember the last day when somebody from a union in a press ran the last newspaper, the last afternoon edition of the Chicago Tribune, and they were gone. And everything became automated. And all these people were out of work. Now, if my memory serves me, they tried to make concessions. Hey, we got to cut. We can only keep half of y'all. It's either all or none. We can only keep half. This is what we got. Our prices are too high. Cost of living is too high. And everybody wants more. And so now we're at a we're, we're we're at a juncture where prices are too high and everybody wants more. I'll never say that people get paid too much because if you can work and you can make it, God bless you. As long as you're not tearing down somebody else or destroying somebody else. I'm not a believer that if one person wins, the other person has to lose. I don't think that's true. In some cases, sure. But in most cases, I say no. Unfortunately, you got to get out and get your hustle on. And we've given hustle a bad name. We've given hustling, working hard, multiple jobs, doing it, a bad name. And then we wonder what's happening when the world doesn't fit the way we think it should fit. 833-212-1017 is the number. What's your hustle? What is your hustle? Do you have one? Because you you could talk if you want to, but back in my day, we had a hustle. We got it done because we had to. And we shut up about it. We didn't complain about it. We didn't cry about it. We didn't think it was somebody else. Oh, if you would just give me, oh, we just, nope. We just shut our mouths and we did it. 833-212. One one seven is the number. What say you? You are listening to the Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on one zero one seven The Truth, The Truth app, and one zero one seven The Truth The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on one zero one seven The Truth, The Truth app, and one zero one seven The Truth
you can say in life but only a song can can translate the world is a ghetto to die make you wanna holler yeah when I think about what Milwaukee could be and what it is, that song comes to mind. 833-212-1017 is the number. Always at work say, but what about all the white CEOs without degrees? Why is our path always the long way? Number one, I don't care about any of the white CEOs with degrees. The white CEOs without degrees don't have degrees because they started their own business. They started their own conglomerate. They started their own hustle. That means you need your hustle. I never, I got distracted, sidetracked, worried about why white people got what they got and I didn't get it. And then I came to the realization that they weren't thinking about me. They were thinking about them. They didn't care. Only till I showed up. And, and gave them a run for their money. Then all of a sudden, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I think what it comes down to is that you have to live your life, work out your own salvation, take care of your kids, your family. Then when you've made it, wherever you say that is, help others. But if you don't take care of you first, the rest is not going to matter. He went on to say, the world comes to an end when you die. I don't believe that. Uh, People are so selfish that they feel they're important enough that when they die, everybody should have to die. Religion is very contradictory and misogynistic, very gay, yet judgmental and polygamistic. Ask any strong woman that is religious, is she down to be second or third wife? What? See what she says. But you can't. Some principles of religion that fit you in disregard. So I'm thinking what they say. You can't accept some principles of religion that fit you in disregard others that don't. That sounds like a person that doesn't like religion. And if that's what you believe, that's your belief. I don't. I'm, I'm a Christian. I believe in salvation. Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior. And if you disagree, that's okay. If you want to holler, get your own show. Get a podcast. Scream it from the rooftop. And I totally disagree. 
but I'm not going to bash him because I disagree. It's okay. That's what we're here for. It's his truth. He said, why do older people think music and other media cause violence? Because studies have shown that the influence of music, the influence of thoughts, you know, everything begins with a thought. Things that are planted in your head come from things like music. So music is the only thing. Think about this. Mathematically, music and rhythm is the only thing that other people from another language understand. That if you looked at a woman, I'm going to use this kind of vulgar example, but I think you'll understand what I'm saying. If you were angry or sensual, another human being who did not speak your language from anywhere in the world, regardless of education level, regardless of language, regardless of culture, would understand exactly what you meant. If I play the right kind of music... It'll connect with you, your mind, your heart. It's mathematical. Your brain is a computer. When the same older people, parents said the same thing about what they were listening to at the time. When Elvis was controversial, him dancing was the devil. I just asked because we hold the guilty accountable for their own actions. Stop looking for scapegoats. And then he said, those texts are not even from today. But I'm still reading them. They're, they're good texts. I mean, what's up? Them texts from very old and other shows. I get it. Okay. I can still read them. It's my talking text line. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's, and, and he makes some very good points in relation to what we're talking about today. So there you go. Because you're smarter than you younger folks, we know that. <laughs> because we're smarter than you younger folks, we know how to put two and two together. That's that's what Brian, Brian said that. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Brian said that. Y'all talk to Brian. I'm just saying. I didn't say that. Even though he's true. But, <laughs> oh, I don't get a bell. They didn't say how the DZ do it. He didn't say with that. I'll get, Brian, get Brian a bell. I just say, oh, okay. Wow, I don't get a bell. All right. Uh, okay. That's that's how you treat me. How about I, I, I thought you was my dude. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. So those are the breaking stories today. January six criminal referrals way on Trump's twenty twenty four. White House bid, that's what CNN is reporting. We don't know if it will. We don't know if it won't. We don't know if the DOJ is going to do anything. All they can do is make the referral. Um, lots of things happening in the news today. Title 42 was put on hold so that um, it won't go away on Wednesday, and there's an emergency um, temporary hold on it put in by Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts on today. And so we will see how all this Flows out. Yes, sir. So what happens if the Biden administration doesn't have an answer by Thursday or next Thursday, whatever they said, Tuesday? Um, the, It'll stay in place. So it just stays on hold? Yeah. On an emergency hold until what? Further notice? Yeah. So then what's the point? Um, 
I think the point is stopping people. You know, somebody put in the talking text before we go to break. Um, somebody put in the talking text. What about the people that overstayed their visa? Yeah, we need to get them out too. We, we need to go find them and get rid of them. The problem is the Biden administration put a hold on hiring so we can't hire new border agents. We're hiring how many IRS agents to come take your money because of Cash App and Venmo and PayPal, but we can't get people to actually, yeah. I don't understand. Sounds like they're more worried about the money. No. I mean, if you're going to hire so many IRS people and not mm-hmm. enough, you know, immigration people, it sounds like you're leaning towards the money. Mm-mm. They want them to come in so they can get votes. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. The Truth in the Afternoon with Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. you could play a saxophone like that don't you man so I watched the documentary on Netflix about black movies about were they black enough I think that was the name of it phenomenal talked about the music the genre the quote-unquote, black exploitation. And that's what reminded me of the whole hustle piece, right? The having to get your hustle. Not all black people were gangbangers and drug dealers and all that stuff. That happens to be the only thing that white people would actually finance to make a movie because they didn't think black people were worthy of movies. Movies like Claudine with Diane Carroll were almost unheard of until they came. And people like James Earl Jones, Sidney Portier. So by the time a Denzel Washington came along and he even struggles still with the star power that he has. So what did he do? Started his own production company. 
What did Tyler Perry do? Started his own production company. It's a hustle. Everything comes down to a hustle. You can call it what you want. You can call it entrepreneurship, side business, every single person. Northwestern Mutual talked about it. Those four things you have to have. One of them is a business. Yes, I hustle. That's how you're going to make it. Real estate, investments, insurance. That's how you're going to make it. All that other stuff, spending all your time. And if you don't understand it, you get the education that goes with it so you could do it. But out of four, if you could jam two of those, you'll be fine. That's just me. That's just me and my uneducated, non-certified, non-licensed financial riffraff talk. But that's what it comes down to. You being able to decide that you have decided that you're sick and tired of being sick and tired and handle your business. And that's all it comes down to. It's, is it hard? Yes. Is it tough? Yes. Always at work said, I was just saying for context purposes, as far as the other context matters. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. That just shows how poignant your comments were. That just shows how powerful what you wrote in the talking text is lasting from show to show from day to day. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to give you a compliment. Take it. Run with it. 833-212-1017 is the number. So your boy Harvey Weinstein, who was also already found guilty in uh, 2020 and sentenced to 23 years in prison, uh, the verdict is in in California. And so we're waiting for the former movie producer accused of using his Hollywood influence to lure women into private meetings and then assaulted them. The verdict will be announced shortly. Weinstein pled not guilty to seven charges in all. Two counts, forcible rape, sexual battery by restraint, forcible oral copulation, and one count of sexual penetration by a foreign object. If found guilty, now here's what I don't understand about this. If found guilty, Weinstein could face 60 years to life in prison plus five years. So that, that, that comment in here that said there's nothing that happens after you die, well, that, clearly that's not true when you're in prison. Because evidently, if you die and they bury you, they're going to dig you up and make you sit there for another five years. I guess if you're cremated, they're going to sprinkle you around the room and make you sit there until, like, I don't, okay, I'm, I'm getting a little morbid. But, I mean, think, well, hey, we're going to give you six years to life plus five years. Oh, was that supposed to, be like, insult me? We're going to sit you right here for five years after you die just to be sure. Oh, okay. Dude already got 23 years in prison in New York. He's got to be in his 60s. Easy. Like what, 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 what are they going to do? How old is Harvey Weinstein? 70 years old. Uh, okay. Do, 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 do. 
60 years to life. Let me see, 60 plus 72, 132. Hey, 132 plus, can't forget the five years, right? Okay. Well, let's do this the right way. He's 70 years old now. He gets the 23 years plus the 60 years plus five. So he'll get out of jail when he's 158 years old. All right. That's settled. (laughs) 158 years. Okay. Five of those years. Well, I don't know if we got that right because we got to subtract five years. So it would be 153 years. Then he'd die, and then they keep him for another five. And that would get him to, to that one. That makes sense? Right? Because those five years are what's going to do it. Not the 155, right? 153, right? 153 years, 153 years. He'll do that standing on his head. Right? It's, it's the other five that'll... That'll do them in. But I still say no matter what, get your hustle going. Because that's what it comes down to. That's how you're going to take care of families, do generational wealth, all sorts of things. And that's why it's important. Make sure you have your stuff together. That way we don't have to worry about what other people are doing. Take care of us. Take care of our family. Take care of the things we need. Then reach out to your neighbor. Reach out to your family. Make sure everybody's taken. Especially in this Lenten season. This week of Christmas. Kwanzaa coming up next week. Let's make sure we check on our neighbor. Storm's coming on Thursday. Start getting your stuff together. Check on your neighbors. Check on your family. Take care of those things. Because that's why we're here. Also want to remind you, never miss a show. You can stream us on multiple platforms, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And of course, check us out on the Truth app. I'll hit you back around midnight and again at 5 a.m. right before that award-winning show. Truth in the morning. (laughs) MK in the morning with Mel and DZ. And Tori Lowe shows up next. God bless. Take care. DZ, appreciate you, brother. He to learn some real music. He listened to some real music today. Listen to it again at 5 o'clock in the morning for the rebroadcast. I'm out.